Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're going to take a closer look at artificial intelligence tools that are making headlines. A couple of weeks ago, I put out an episode on the OpenAI framework and the software called ChatGPT, which uses that framework as the underlying artificial intelligence engine. In that episode, I gave some live examples of questions and answers that I put to the software. In that episode, I concluded that the results were underwhelming and no real threat to us humans. Well, as it turns out, my conclusions missed the mark in that episode. Nothing I said was misleading or incorrect, but where I missed the mark was by asking the software some very simple questions. If you ask an unsophisticated question, then you're going to get an unsophisticated answer. I suppose humans would respond in the same way. Ask a stupid question, you'll get a stupid answer. Ask a better question, and you're likely to get a better answer. So I asked the OpenAI framework to write a JavaScript function that would convert degrees to radians. Not only did the software produce an accurate and syntactically correct function, it also gave an example of how to call the function in a Java program. So I got the OpenAI framework to write a software function. I thought that was a little too easy. So instead, I asked the OpenAI framework to generate a Google Sheets formula to calculate the loan amount and the monthly loan payment if the loan is also to include an interest reserve for the first two years of interest in an amortized loan. Well, the software did it. They proceeded to show how to calculate the loan amount using a formula and then calculate the monthly loan payment using a formula. And in these formulas, it gave some instructions on how to use it. It provided the documentation on how to use the formula and describe what each variable represents and how the formula would work. So next, I asked the OpenAI framework to write an article which compares the benefits and drawbacks of a customer relationship management software system like Pipedrive and compare it with HubSpot, another software system. Now I'm fairly familiar with both Pipedrive and HubSpot, and the article generated by the OpenAI software did a reasonable job of comparing the two. It mentioned that Pipedrive is geared a little bit more towards sales teams and that HubSpot is a little bit more comprehensive. One of the main benefits of Pipedrive is its simplicity. And one of the drawbacks of HubSpot is that it's going to be more complex to set it up. In the end, it generated a fairly credible article. So then I asked the software to improve the article by focusing a little bit more on the email integration of both of these software systems. It correctly mentioned that HubSpot was extremely well integrated with Gmail and that Pipedrive also had email integration with both Outlook and Gmail. So next, I asked it to write an article on the topic of yesterday's podcast episode. Yesterday, the podcast episode was a commentary on an article in Bloomberg's Law Journal on the high risk of hotels defaulting on their commercial mortgage-backed securities loans in 2023 and the reasons why. This was a case where the article generated by the software sounded good on the surface and frankly gave some credible sounding reasons as to why hotels might struggle in 2023 but the article was missing current information about the state of lending. So I asked it to improve the article by focusing a bit more on the state of the lending environment. And here again, it pulled data from 2021, not current data from 2023. And that's by design. One of the limitations of the current software in its current trial form is to use data from 2021. It's not using current news information. That isn't to say that it's not capable of doing it, that's the way they've set it up right now 
because this is still an open trial rather than the full production version of the software. The other thing that I noticed about all of these articles is they have a very distinctive writing style. And that writing style is not natural language. Of course, there were no spelling or grammar mistakes. It was accurate in every respect in terms of use of language. As I'm experimenting more and more with this software, I'm learning more about it and how its capabilities can be useful in augmenting work that's generated by real humans. We're starting to see that Google has woken up and is starting to feel threatened by this software, and with good reason. In many ways, this AI software is a better search engine for some types of searches compared with the index-based search that has been the mainstay of Google and Internet search since the 1990s. So these experiments are altering my opinion from the podcast episode a few weeks ago. The software has the potential to be a major global disruptor. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.